Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirman Dafyom. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now on Masachat Shabbat of Kuf Mem Zayin Amud Aleph at the very bottom of the Amud, a relatively short podcast coming up that will take us to the end of the 22nd chapter of Masachat Shabbat, Perak Chavit. Let's say somebody bathed in either waters in a cavern or in hot springs in Tiberias. And he dried himself off even with ten towels, which means that none of them are going to be that that damp. He shouldn't carry them with his hands. And this is not an issue of carrying. This continues to be an issue of schita, the concern that he's going to squeeze out. And that here in the case of a towel is not a problem of dash, but rather associated with libu or Mechabes. You can even have ten people dry off with one towel, their hands, their face, their feet, they can carry them. And the reason is, as we'll see in the Gemara, that they'll remind each other not to squeeze it out. You may rub oil onto you and push it in, kind of massage it in. You're not allowed to exercise. It seems to be scraped stuff off. We'll see about that. Ain't your deal Kordima. Kordima seems to be a very muddy river. Which is an emetic to make you throw up. Which is to kind of put a, a little baby's bones, kind of shape them or something. Something of that sort. If a bone's broken, you can't reset it. But if his joint got disjointed, essentially, you can't put cold water on them. But you can wash them the normal way. And if you get better, you get better. All right, so these are issues relating to refuah and other shvut uh, considerations for Shabbat. Okay, The Mishnah compared cavernous waters, or the waters of a cavern, with... Tiberius, that's hot water, even hot water. Now it says, Rochet is actually bathe. Which means, if you bathe, it doesn't mean you're allowed to bathe. But just to go in the water and get yourself wet, you're allowed to do that, and you're allowed to do it even if it's totally hot. Mani, the answer is from Shimoni. Tanya, look at says you're not allowed to wash yourself fully, whether in hot or cold water. On Shabbat, Shimon Matiri says you may. Only in cold water is mutar. Both cases in the Mishnah about the towels are teaching you a chidush. The Reisha is teaching you a chidush. Even though you got ten towels, so none of them have much water, since it's one guy, he may, he may uh, squeeze it out. Which is flipped. One towel has tons of water soaked into it because of a lot of people using it. There's a lot of people they'll remind each other and not squeeze it out. We have a bright that says that you can um, dry yourself off with the towel and put it in the window. Don't give it to the attendants. They're suspected of squeezing the stuff out. You're allowed to use even a single towel. Unlike our Mishnah, you're allowed to carry it. One guy. I'm right by Rav Yosef. So I asked Rav Yosef a practicum. Hilchatamai. What's the actual law? Amale says, Hi Rabbi Shimon. We have Rabbi Shimon here. Hi Rabbi. We're going to hear a story about Rabbi. Ha Shmuel, a ruling of Shmuel. And Hi Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, all permitting it. Which means that it's permitted. 
against our Mishnah. Rabbi Shimon, what's that? Hanamran, we already heard it. Rabbi, what's that? The Tanya, Amar Rabbi. Rabbi told the story. Rabbi Shimon Bitkoa. They studied with Rabbi Shimon Baruchai at Tkoa. Hainu Matkoa near Beit Nebet. Achem, Hainu Ma'alin, Shemen Va'aluntit Mechatzel Agag. We would carry oil and a towel from the, and this is Rabbi Shimon Shita, about carrying from Chatzer to Gag to Karfev. They're all one reshut, and you can carry from one to the other. Um, from the chatzer up to the roof, from the roof to, to the yard. We came to a well. We would wash there. And meaning each person took his own towel. So it's mutar. Essentially quoted Rabbi Shimon in the Brayta. Both of them, Shmuel in Bavel and Rabbi Yochanan in Eretz Yisrael, quoted Rabbi Shimon almost verbatim, uh, allowing an individual to carry a soaking towel or wet towel. But how could Rabbi Yochanan say it? Rabbi Yochanan, famous statement of Rabbi Yochanan, Halacha Kistam Mishnah. And the halacha was follows an, uh, follows an unattributed mishnah. Udnan, our mishnah is unattributed. Is One guy can't carry even a bunch of towels which are not that damp. The answer is He learned our mishnah as actually being attributed to Ben Chachinoi. Okay, They're allowed to carry the attendants are allowed to carry clothes for the women to bathe in into the bathhouse. They're allowed to carry them on Shabbat. How do they get them? They have to wear them so their head and most of their body is actually wearing them. Sachnita, which is a sort of um, a thing you wear like a shawl, you have to tie two ends below. means below your shoulders. Rava told the people of his town the same thing. When you bring clothing to the army that bivouacs in town, tie it below your shoulders so you're not caring. Okay? Now, the Mishnah said, You're allowed to pour oil on and rub it in. You're allowed to do that on your stomach if you're not feeling well. Don't do it the normal way you do it. You rub it on, and then you rub it in. You do them simultaneously. Okay? I mean, that's different than the way they did it. He said, you can't exercise. Diomeset was a particular kind of bathhouse. It was obviously very hot at the, on the floor. Standing on the floor was a sweat lodge. It is refua, and it's also essentially working you out and raising your heart rate. There's only 21 days in the year that it works. Shavuot's one of those days. Shavuot at the beginning of the 21 or at the end of the 21. All liquids are helpful from Pesach till Shavuot. So that means that this is, therefore, Shavuot's the end of the season. Now, maybe what he meant was, as long as the world is still cold, then it helps. And therefore, when Shavuot comes, it's hot. Here, it's because of the heat. So maybe it only starts at Shavuot. This particular kind of wine and the water from that those uh, those saunas, as it were, destroyed the ten shvatim. I have to see uh, how how that 
connects <clears throat> because they were uh, hedonist and they enjoyed these sort of uh, fancy wines and uh, and uh, and this uh, sitting in the sauna and uh, led them down the path to perdition. He came to this place. He came to this place, Purgita, where they make these uh, this wine. And uh, he got involved with what was going on. He forgot his learning. When he came back, he came to, to read from the Sefer Torah. He wanted to read the Pasuk from the famous Parsha. There are their, their, their hearts were deaf, which of course is a very powerful kind of mistake to make, but a mistake between the Dalit and the Reish and the Bet Machath. The students prayed for him, and he laid out his learning back. That's why we learned in the Mishnah, always exile yourself to a place of Torah. Don't think it's going to follow you. Everybody's going to take care of it for you. Don't rely on your own understanding. You've always got to be surrounded by Torah. The author of that statement was not really named Rabbi Nohorai. Perhaps it was Rabbi Nohorai, which would make a lot of sense because he's talking from experience. So why is he called Rabbi Nohorai in that statement? He would enlighten the Chachamim with Halacha. Okay, Avalumit Garin. The Mishnah said you're not allowed to scrape stuff off. Tonabana Ingorin Migret Shabbat. You're not allowed to use a scraper. If your legs are filled with dirt or feces, you can scrape them off in the normal fashion. You don't have anything to worry about. His mother made him a silver scraper. Alright, the Mishnah said you can't go down to this river. My Tamishum Pika, because of the mud, and you're going to end up with Schita. That's only a drug. You're allowed to induce vomiting with your hand. He said, that's even Asur Bechol. Because you're wasting food. You're allowed to diaper a child on Shabbat. But we said you can't sharp put the body, kind of strengthen it together. The answer is, That's talking about the spine. To Mexican bonnet, looks like bonnet. Okay, but not the diapering. You're not allowed to put a, reset a break. So, Shmuel's student said, The halacha is that we actually do reset a break. He didn't come to the shear. Shadre la'ada daile sent his messenger. Amarle zil garve. He said, grab him. Azil garve grabbed him. He's heard Rav Yudah teaching the lesson from the Mishnah. So then, he spoke up, Rav uh, Marchana spoke up and said, I know what Shmuel said. Here we have our Tana, but here we have our Shmuel. Below Shmueli. Which means we both have Chanabigdata, Aratana, and Shmuel, and I, Yudah, didn't know it. So certainly I was right to have you grabbed and brought here, not because of what you learned, but because of what you taught. Okay, the end of the Mishnah is Mishnah for Kayado, if his hand was dislocated or something you could, uh, bathe normally and have it return. He was in front of Yosef. Suddenly twisted his arm. 
Lehachimai. He said, can I put it like this? Asur. Hachimai. What about like this? Amalei Asur. Again, we don't know what it looks like. Harachi ipach yadeh. In the meantime, his hand got better. Amalei mighty boy lach. What were you asking? Had non mishinifukayadora glola. Yitufem etzon erachitz kedarko. You're not allowed to do anything special. You could just wash normally. So Ravavi said back to Rav Yosef, but wait a second, just because the Mishnah says it doesn't mean it's so, because remember, with resetting a break, Shmuel said we're allowed to. I'm like, You're putting everything in one basket? Where we have Shmuel saying explicitly we don't follow the Mishnah, fine, but we don't have that statement here. So if we follow the Mishnah, and you're not allowed to especially do anything for a sprained uh, limb, and you just do things normally, and if it gets better, it gets better. We're going to begin the 23rd chapter, Perak Shoel, in the next podcast. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.